Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. Hi, everybody. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. This is Amy Rizzo. And Catherine Hogan back with I Do Rescue. We are on shit. What episode are we on? I don't have it. I think it's 17. <laughs> Mark, do you? What? Is it really? Sexy and 17. Shoot. Where is it? No, you're right. It is 17. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, yeah. anyway, welcome back, everybody. And um, we are uh, ID Rescue, and we are the podcast not for planning your wedding, but to, to question, question the whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. The whole damn thing. So um, anyway, and today we have, um, and actually today, instead of questioning the way we do things, we're actually going to highlight something that I think is already actually done yeah. at weddings, but is something that I think is probably one of the best parts of a celebration that we should keep doing it, if not do more of. Yep. That's what and I was going to say. Do more of it. Maybe uh, even yeah. uh, shine the light on it and focus on it. Yeah. And by the way, this thing that we're going to, we're, we're being very elusive, <laughs> this thing we're going to be talking about, not only is it something that you can do more of, it's completely free and it takes absolutely no time for you to do. Like well, zero yeah, time. Aside from just, yeah. I mean, I mean, really, you don't have to do anything. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it, and it brings so much to your event. So, we will get Definitely. into that. But before we do, um, I just wanted to uh, catch up with you because I haven't <laughs> seen you. We I feel haven't. like in forever. You know, it's been a, It's we are, this is uh, the second day of May. And it feels like April just flew by. I don't know what happened. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just been like. The last thing I remember was after my daughter's birthday and the half marathon. And then it was just like, I feel like I was in a coma or something <laughs> like, like, like a work coma. I don't know. Right, I was just busy. Yeah. yeah. And uh, a lot going on. How about yeah. And you? Yeah. I just, I just got back from the West Coast. And, you know, that's an area of our country I really have not explored that much. And um, California specifically. Yeah. And um, like I've been there for business and like layovers. But like I haven't actually ever gotten to like vacation there. Yeah. And we, yeah, we went to Palm Springs. Nice. And I'm a fan. I loved it. I've never been there. It's kind of expensive. It's kind of pricey. Is it like um, it's real yeah. south though, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like due east of LA. So okay. in fact, yeah. the history we learned we learned all kinds of history about it. But like, it's it was mainly developed because it was so close to LA, and the actors and actresses weren't allowed to be too far away from their studio because they may have to come in to shoot a scene at a you know at a moment's notice. So they couldn't be more than two hours away from the wow. studio. Interesting. Okay. So so this is how this little place kind of got developed as like a vacation spot for for the stars. And um, and it, and that's probably why it's kind of pricey because it was where the people who had money could afford to go, and they developed these like, you know, really um, lavish resorts and and built homes and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But it is it's a very it's a fascinating little area. And isn't it like very um, kind of like. Um Retro, yep. like a lot a of mid-century modern, because that was when it was yeah. de- like really mm. developed was in the fifties yeah. when yeah when yep I and would like to see that in the heyday in of Hollywood, but wow. it's interesting actually, and it is the largest oasis, natural oasis. It's a natural oasis in North America. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. I, so I, it's I'm, like in the I'm middle kind of. of I'm, the I'm looking at a few pictures real quickly to get myself familiar with what yeah. you're talking about. It looks amazing. It, yeah, it's like in the middle oh of the desert, God. and it's just like. It's like 
it's a palm it's palm trees everywhere and it sits at the base of the San Jacinto Mountains. So it's like somewhere in between Santa Fe and California is what it yeah, looks like. I mean, I mean it is as far as Close, the, way closer to, to California. No, no, yeah, I mean as far as landscape. As oh, far as yeah. landscape is like, yeah. it looks a little bit yeah, like Yeah, it would be like Santa Fe and California deserty, baby. <laughs> but with yeah. California in it. Yeah. Oh, it's really cool. My god. I need to go yeah. there. <laughs> I know. It was really cool and um so Neat. we had a lovely time and we stayed at a lovely little place that reminded me of the coffee shop Thou Mayest here in Kansas City that oh, cool. you know recently closed and they cuz Thou Mayest the coffee shop had like kind of this sort of retro scouting kind of camp campy lodgy kind of um vibe about it definitely so take that and turn it into a resort okay it, yeah <laughs> I, I like that like yeah. naughty pine yeah. kind of yeah yeah like very yeah it was um kind of rough but but really refined in its roughness. I, I had this whole long conversation with Mel about it last <laughs> night. Like how funny when you think of like an upscale, like a, or like a luxurious you know mm-hmm. place, you think of like marble and right, and, you know, lavish, right. you know, metallics and this. And this place was more. It was closer to nature. Like the shower was completely open. There was no glass walls there were no um shower curtains it's like you're just it's like everything it was stone stone and concrete around you so you so it was like this completely open it was really cool sounds really amazing yeah what was the name just for uh people yeah who Sparrow, at, what was the name of your uh, hotel sparrow's lodge sparrow, sparrow oh mm-hmm, wow sparrow's lodge sounds and amazing yeah it was um, and it was a, an originally a 1950s resort oh my God. that has been around. How did you find this? Oh, you know, good old re- internet research. <laughs> internet. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> so, oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm looking at pictures. Yeah. You should do the same thing, listeners. You should yeah. go look. It looks really cool. It's it like, a, it looks like, honestly, to me, when you look like um, those pictures out of like Life Magazine, Time Magazine, yep. out of the 50s and 60s, 60s yeah. mainly, yeah. of like Howard Johnson's. Yeah. When Howard Johnson. Yeah. was like the shit yeah, you know yeah. and it's like it's i mean uh-huh. not, not, no offense howard johnson's but uh right. but it's like this is bring it, it into like 2019 and it's yeah. totally like got that feel mm-hmm. but it's like really like fancy and sleek right good job right. Catherine. yeah it was it was really um really a, a wonderful uh a wonderful place to go and it was um apparently um even like I think it was bought in 2016 and before it was purchased was kind of like this abandoned building. And this is what some of the guests at the hotel had learned. And um, like the roof, like there was no roof on some of the buildings. Like it it was this totally dilapidated resort Uh and it was on the market for like under a million dollars. Like it was like, like like is it pretty big? Like how big is it? Like uh, I was going to say square footage wise, but like how big, like how many rooms? Well, like it's actually not that big. Okay. I want to say like maybe there's 30 rooms. Okay. Oh, oh, nice. It's really, you are making me so jealous. Yeah. And like having vacation. envy. so (laughs) it was so intimate and the best thing was that it was um uh it's it's only for 21 and up so there's no nobody no under little rugrats. there's nobody <laughs> under 21 is even allowed on the premise what yes it's all what it's so like no little i mean uh, honestly not not a bunch of little brats in the pool no. or the pool was so chill it's adults only right. in every way possible and yes it was so wonderful that sounds and amazing the people we met were so friendly and um the the staff took great care of us while we oh were God, there this place you guys gotta go and look at yes. these pictures i know i just said this but it is yeah so fabulous. i know my commercial beautiful. for sparrow's lodge but um the oh other cool gosh. thing was that like we'd be sitting by the pool 
and and like on the really really hot days and actually we were there it got up into the hundreds it is in the desert but it, that's unseas- I want to be it yeah be but it was there. kind of unseasonably yeah. warm for that time of year so I think we just hit it wrong but it, it was okay because they had misters running around the pool like a mister 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 yeah oh you mean like spring water spring water like, oh misters. not like a little yeah not like little <laughs> little men running around no little, <laughs> little misters. <laughs> <laughs> that's so silly i, w- <laughs> I want to see that too <laughs> that would be amazing i don't know what i'm picturing but it's really i wish i could show you what my brain is <laughs> a bunch of men wa- running they're around little, they're, they're little men they have mustaches, <laughs> they, have mustaches. they might Mr. be mexican Mr. they might be french they might be italian but they're really tiny like mario, almost like a jockey like mario from mario world or whatever <laughs> a little bit more i think i think it has a, i think he has a bandana around his neck <laughs> Okay. Not, anyway, not that kind of mister. Like a mister. Like a yeah, water mister. Okay. <laughs> Have it your way. No, I know. It's not nearly as fun and exciting. <laughs> but it was a lot more comfortable in the hundred degree heat. Definitely, so definitely. I'm not sure what a little man would do for that. Maybe he maybe the mister <laughs> would carry the mister. Ooh, now that's that, that's very a Mr. Me- Mister. That's very meta. Oh my gosh, I love that. Okay. <laughs> oh my. So anyway, but they had anyway, they had yes. ways to keep you cool. They did, and then uh, and then as you'd be laying there by the pool, you get like this waft of the s- smell of burning sage. Oh my gosh. And there's literally a is dude. <laughs> I took a picture. I'll have to show it to you. I took a, uh, like there's a dude who is w- who walks around the cam- like the campus, the um the premise with this um. With a like a bundle of sage yeah. burning, and he's just like wafting it around, like like waving like a magic wand. Wow! <laughs> and it's just all through, like he just walks throughout the like whole the place. dude in the in the Catholic Church with the yes. incense. <laughs> it's actually a lot like that. Yeah, like the that's incense. the image I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, it's like where they like yeah, they like um, that little, weird. little bucket thing with <laughs> incense. Yeah, kind of like that, but not a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, the sage, the little sage yeah. brush Smoke. thingy. I don't, what are those called? It's uh, like a bundle. Yeah, but there's a name for it. Uh, it's a, uh, forget it. I'll well, forget I have it. one because that was the parting gift that they gave us. Oh, really? So as we checked out, they handed us like, this is a little gift from us to you. And inside this cute little, you know, paper sack with their little Two Sparrows logo on it. So cute. Is, oh a, bund- is a bundle of sage or whatever it's called and a little, bo- a little box of matches. Oh and gosh. I'm like, ah, oh, I love it. And you know that that was so not expensive to do. And, no, but it's but it was uh, yeah. such a thoughtful thing. Anyway, highly recommend. I will say it's not necessarily cheap. It, it well. was probably the most money I've ever spent on doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> but if you're going to do nothing, <laughs> do nothing in a place that you feel amazing in. So, but it was like close enough to Palm Springs that you could like go into the town and yeah. check. Or did you oh, spend most town? Like actually it's on a road, like a major road. Oh, that's what's weird. I mean, if you it really looks like it's out in the middle of nowhere. I know. Nope. It's like in the middle. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, it's like just on a street. <laughs> it looks like it's nothing but then like when you park in the tiny little parking lot it's when you walk beyond the buildings it's like wow this is really cool so anyway it was yeah it was really cool and and um we were uh we were pleasantly surprised and pleased by the whole experience it was great but um so yeah we and we really didn't do we went to joshua national tree park joshua national joshua. park joshua joshua tree national <laughs> park you know what I mean. You keep working on it. Anyway, <laughs> Joshua Tree yeah, National, National Park, uh-huh. and that which was really cool. 
And um, but that was really the only adventure we had. We tried to do the tram, but Mel got dehydrated and he like like right before. And so be careful in the desert, folks, like drink your water. Don't drink <laughs> too real. Mu- drink more water than booze, basically, I think is the lesson we have to learn here. Um, but he oh got like <laughs> like we were about to get on the tr- on the tram. And it's this thing that takes you up to the top of Mount San, Jac- San Jacinto. It's like uh-huh. this giant. I mean, it's a really tall peak. I forget how high it is. It might be a 15 er maybe not <laughs> i don't know yeah but um maybe it's like more like twelve thousand feet twelve twelve hundred I, I forget what the yeah thousand right yeah twelve thousand <laughs> feet i think it is anyway i don't know what i'm talking about apparently <laughs> anyway, but it's just gonna really tall flail. just yeah i'm just out here like just like thrashing around in the waters <laughs> of, of, of uncertainty oh my goodness i love that you're like yeah over there ten thousand feet okay so yeah i was not too far off 10.8 actually yeah. so it's almost 11 yes and it's it's i mean this you know you can see snow up there like you're in the desert and you can see snow up on the crazy. top of the mountain it's really crazy and so we're about to go up this thing and mel suddenly feels cold and he's Uh-oh. like i don't feel right i feel cold and, and it was definitely not cold and i'm like oh, shit what do we right. do? <laughs> and so we're like, we abandoned the trip. We're like, we don't want to get up there and have you well, get fuck like, no, not have on something. that kind of mountain. Yeah, yeah. When you're like, yeah, and this isn't going to be a, oh, just, you know, go over to the little medical tent. There is no, like, it's on the top of a, like, it's like <laughs> right. a, there, there's a visitor center up there and they might have a first aid station, but nothing that's going to be able to help you if you're having like an issue like that. So no, yeah, we don't deduced that it was, not. it was high dehydration and alas, we did not make it up there. So Aww, next time, bummer, <laughs> but there's actually a lot to do and in Palm Springs and uh and so we just have a lot more to explore next time we go but but that was honestly what we wanted we didn't last few trips we've taken were about doing and seeing all the things and we decided this time nah yeah (laughs) let's just you know do nothing yeah definitely you know I um, never knew, knew doing nothing would be so wonderful I I with you there we are actually destined destined that's not the right word scheduled we're going to uh (laughs) <laughs> what's the word i'm like why can't i find words today we're both struggling a right little bit. but um we're going to santa fe at the end of the month uh-huh. uh to this amazing place called casa de jupiter and it's a b airbnb but it's like this whole house and it's it's actually we we're going back because we went there a few years ago for my mom's birthday my right. mom's 70th and so now my stepdad bill is going to be well she was 70 last year and something happened we just never ever kind of made it so uh-huh. this year i think he was like wanting to go do something different you know it's because we went there for my mom's birthday right. he's like i don't want to go i want to do my thing. own thing yeah and then we were all like but that place is so amazing we all want to go back it's so magical and yeah it really and this is, is yeah the airbnb right the airbnb it's i remember just, you showing me pictures of it and, and i had like serious like vacation envy it looks so it, cool. it's beautiful it's in the and it's it's outside of santa fe by about i don't know 20 minutes or so and it uh-huh. is like uh, hidden remote. away really oh, remote and day. they have like this giant labyrinth and i mean you can walk like basically you know i don't know 30 40 feet away from the property and then you're uh-huh. like in the middle of the freaking desert yeah like and there's nobody around it's weird it's cool it's a good place to take walks and it's yeah. very peaceful but I love the desert. It's like Dude. my new favorite thing. And I, know. I don't know. Like I know I, there's something yeah. about Santa Fe in particular to me. Like I, I've seen also seeing Palm Springs. I'm like, this yeah. looks like my kind of place. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, it's interesting. And I had a really um, cool conversation with a couple who was there and, uh, by uh, around the fire pit that they had <laughs> it was so cool but anyway we were talking about um things that are uniquely american and actually there's a lot about the american desert like 
the saguaro cactus, um, Joshua trees, like those things are just as American as, you know, apple pie. Yeah. Like that is, you know, and you don't think of like cactuses and things like that, like as being American, like classic. Like you think of like America as like being more like, you know, East Coast patriotic type stuff. But the desert, like our, like that stuff that is only here in America. Like, yes, there are deserts around the world, but they don't all have, and I guess Mexico probably does have some of this like further down and it's like the North American continent, but continent. (laughs) Cannot speak today. Continent. (laughs) We know what you mean. (laughs) And like, you know, the African, but I don't think like the African desert has that kind of plant. They have different kinds of plant life, you know, like, you know, I don't know. I can't like, yeah. I, can't, I cannot verify. I can neither <laughs> confirm nor, nor deny. deny. <laughs> but um, but it is, I mean, this is also like, you know, kind of, uh, also seeing the like the Howard Johnson looking like Americana kind yeah. of like travel the world sort of thing from the 50s and 60s, which I love. Yeah. But it does really help, you know, it really gives me that sort of, that feeling of like, oh, America, you know, yeah. it's so amazing. It's just so, so much, so, so many things, so many yeah. types of you know, I always like just going from my parents live in Springfield and driving from Kansas City to Springfield. And, you know, I've lived I'm, a, I'm a, almost 50. Uh-huh. And it wasn't until about five years ago that I said, you know, it's really funny. I, you know, once I get that closer to Springfield, I always tell that I'm mm-hmm. getting closer because mm-hmm. of the landscape. And my mom's like, well, yeah, it's the foothills of the Ozark Mountains. And it's mm-hmm. it's, you know, more lush. And you are in the, you know, the plains. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah. right. Duh. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it never really like. Like it is so different down there. It's so yeah. much more lush, and yeah. like it just looks and feels different. And yeah. it's amazing that this is all one state within yeah. two hours. You know, and it's yeah. like fabulous. And well, the, you know, the desert's so incredible, and right. the mountains and well, Colorado. Like, even I mean, even like Joshua Tree National Park. I'm still laughing at how I said it earlier. <laughs> like, whatever, it's a national tree or whatever. <laughs> anyway, put some um, words together in a row, and <laughs> like even that park, like it's it's in the desert, but it um, it straddles two um, two parts of the de- or two deserts, I think, like the Colorado, mm-hmm. the Sonora, and the Colorado Desert, I think, and like and it's in the same park, and you just dr- and it's not a very big park. Like it only took us like maybe like on one main road is what goes through the whole uh-huh. thing, and it maybe took us about an hour and twenty minutes to drive through the whole thing. Yeah. And like, um, and we started kind of more in the west, in the California side. Uh, well, it's all in California, but on the on the western side, and that's where all the trees are, the Joshua trees. And then you keep going east, and then suddenly the yeah. elevation the elevation drops because you're higher up. Uh, you know when you for, you know on the western side, and then yeah. it drops as you get east, and then the temperature rises. And wow, um, and like there's all the trees disappear. This is within an hour and a half. Cactus, and this is like within an hour and a half drive. So it's like completely different landscape, almost a completely different park. Right, not a Joshua tree to be seen. You know, and now suddenly it's all like desert and cactus. And yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Is like I think that you know us, you know, being being Americans, we all just like, well, yeah, you just go to California and you get this one particular kind of experience, or you go to you know just a few you know hours south and you're in the desert, or you go to you know keep going south further and you're in the swamps yeah. you know or it's yeah. like you know or georgia and it's a totally yeah. different kind of feel and then you know even florida versus california it's like yeah the beaches are not the same, not the same. you know and it's yeah it's, it's very different it's pretty fabulous how yeah. you know you can see get the some, shining sea i know i'm loving it you know <laughs> america you have your issues Aww. but uh <laughs> yeah no but, yeah yeah you can't you cannot beat the no. beautiful landscapes here it is yes by bar none probably the most 
diverse, picturesque. I mean, you know, like what, like the Swiss Alps or, or like not the Swiss Alps, but the Alps in general, because I do span many countries, uh-huh. uh, you know, as, as far as mountain ranges, you know, they're maybe a little older than the Rockies, but the Rockies, you know, definitely rival. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, you know, maybe not quite as tall and some, you know, as some of those others, but but yeah, we really just have all of it. It's pretty yeah, amazing. It Yay, is. America. <laughs> Yay, America. Anyway. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a great trip. Thank and you. Yeah. And while I was gone, I was actually kind of having FOMO as you guys were sending mm-hmm. me pictures of the beautiful mural you guys are painting the in our mural. alley. Yeah, we are. We're, we're beautifying our alley. We, um, we, Kristen and I, who uh, we interviewed in an earlier episode, she and I, um, she asked me last year, she's like, I want to do a project with you. And I was like, oh, oh. So we had this, we actually were taking a lot of walks last spring, kind of uh-huh. around downtown. And we I, and we were like, God, you know, it'd be so fun is to paint a mural in the alley. And we yeah. had this idea and it was we honestly. about it since we first opened. And honestly, it came yeah. to me that follow your heart idea. It yes. came to me like immediately. It was the first thing that, that uh-huh. popped into my head. And uh-huh. I had this vision and I wasn't quite sure and then we kind of went back and forth and we were going to do it last year and then we didn't get around to it. And then uh-huh. the design went through a few different changes. And then finally it was like, I don't know, we finally found it, you know, yeah. kind of landed on it. And I love uh, it. yeah, we, um, we decided to go ahead and finish it up this year. And, you know, it's taken a lot. Of, I think it's why this month has seemed like it has. I think it's funny because the actual painting of it hasn't taken that long. Like you've only been physically painting it for like maybe the last you know week yeah. and that hasn't been every day because it's we've been it's having been rain and all that yeah, yeah and work but it was but you've been um preparing for it for at least a month if not more than oh more than that we yeah. actually started we started planning it in january yeah. Like, yeah coming up with the well from first coming up with the idea second making sure that we weren't going to get in trouble with the city for yeah doing, it, doing our, a lot of doing our civic research which is really interesting really cool yeah kansas city go <laughs> kansas city kansas uh, city is so supportive yeah. They are so supportive, and like if you need to talk to somebody, That's like they will back. pick up. They will pick up the phone. They will send you to the right people. They are nice. They know shit, and they are not like, well, you know, there's six miles of paperwork to fill out. It's not. Yeah, like it's that. not. It was it, really there cool. was no red tape. I was honestly quite shocked so that was there I. wasn't any of that. Like yeah. I fully expected that we would have to like, you know, apply for a permit and pay five hundred dollars mm. for said permit. No, yeah, and it's per- like I, you know, but none of that. That was not at all. We, Kansas City does a lot of things right, yeah. but one thing that it does super right is they are so supportive of the arts, and they yeah. are like, if you know, you say I want to do something art, yeah, yeah, whatever, just do yeah, it. Just, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, better to ask uh, forgiveness and permission anyway. Right, <laughs> it really is literally. Yeah. What the engineer told me, <laughs> literally, the city engineer said, "Just paint it." Yeah, you think your neighbors would like it? And I was like, "Yeah." He said, "You could ask him for their permission, or you could just paint it. They're probably not going to care. I mean, if it's an alley, yeah, you know? I'm like, yeah, uh, okay, yeah. yeah." So this is coming from the city engineer. Yeah, you know, not. You I know. know that's pretty amazing. I love it. I love it. Well, right. Kansas City, I me heart too. You. So yeah. anyway, yeah, but it was. I mean, from the planning of it, and then you guys created stencils. So like, so. So to kind of describe it a little bit to those listening, so it's um, it's a there's like one main design that we strategically placed so it would be a nice place to take photos. So we so whether you are just a passerby, just going on a walk with you know your honey or just by your you know with your family or whatever, you could stop and take a picture with it. Or if you're a couple who got married with us, you could stop and take a picture with it. Um, and then um, and then up and down the alley. 
um, we have dogwood blossoms. So you've the main design. The main design is, is a, a heart, anatomical heart. Yeah, like a human anatomical heart, not like the Valentine's about thing, about fifteen feet tall. Yes. Is it 15? Is that 15 feet? It's maybe 10. Maybe the whole thing is 15 feet tall. Is it really? Oh, yeah, easily. But the, the heart huh. itself is probably about 10 feet. Yeah, it's big. It's it, big. It, it's on the floor, guys. So it's and not, it's definitely 10 it's feet up wide. on the wall. So, like, you can stand on it. Like, it's on the ground. Like, it's on the actual alley. And then you've intertwined dogwood blossoms and, and a branch um, on the with the heart. Mm-hmm. And the dogwood is the national tree of Missouri. Right, it's the, the it's state tree. tree. State tree. <laughs> yeah, Joshua cannot, Park I National I cannot, Tree. I it's the national state tree. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Anyway, wow. so the national state tree is a dogwood, and you've painted, you've painted uh, two uh, bluebirds, which, which are is our state bird, our national, national state bird. <laughs> Um, of Missouri, and the birds are so cute. It reminds so me of that. And as such, of oh, the, <laughs> the, the national state map of the national as such. As such. <laughs> that was that the Miss America pageant. That, that poor girl. She tried so hard. She was really struggling. She was really. I get it though. You get tongue tied. It's hard. People are looking at you. Your brain gets distracted. Right. And your mouth cannot get it together. <laughs> the national state tree of the Joshua America of, <laughs> of Missouri America right. as such, as such. <laughs> okay anyway so the mural's yeah. rocking we're almost done we and have it, and it's so cute it's, it is cute but yeah. but the um that main image is is almost done and then uh Kristen who's the the stencil badass made the stencils and has been putting these amazing dogwood uh, flowers, just like at, in, at the independent flower clusters, yes. all up and down the alley. It's so, so pretty. It it's like a 200-foot like mural. It, it goes from the beginning of the sidewalk all the way down the alley, and it ends in front of our bow exchange space. Yes. So it's, it's, it's a... You know, it welcomes people down yeah. the alley, but it also beautifies it. We've had lots of people stop by who, you know, work in the alley or uh-huh. not work in the alley, but work <laughs> in businesses so on the alley. Mr. Mister is working in the alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys are there too. Along with the, <laughs> along with the, the national Joshua trees. <laughs> and his little bandana. And they, uh, they are really happy. They love it because they get to see it every day. So anyway, we're hoping that it, stays somewhat clear so we can finish it before our party six Yay. years tomorrow i know six year anniversary so happy birthday to the vow yeah. exchange yeah so we should probably talk, talk, talk about, about our thing, thing. Yeah. and luckily <laughs> it's a fairly short topic yeah, I, you're yeah. listening to hear it us is. bitch today or not bitch we're we're actually not bitching today probably no. for the first time in our podcast <laughs> history <laughs> just get my tooth <laughs> um but uh but yeah normally we're always you know we're quite you know again the podcast for questioning all the things that you that, that we do, the decades of things that, um, of traditions that have just stuck around, but that we're just kind of saying, why do we need to keep doing that? Like, mm-hmm. why do we do that? Like, is it even necessary? And, and, um, but today we're going to talk about something that is a tradition that has been around for a while that we think actually is one to keep. There, there's for nothing, sure. really nothing to question or to, you know, to, to challenge on this, but we're going to talk about the very, very, very simple, unassuming tradition of giving a toast yeah. at your wedding. Toasting at weddings. Toasting at weddings. As far back as the 6th century BC. 
Oh my god, I love that you looked this up. I'm adorable. Of course you did. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's it's been around a minute, and uh, they actually did. Um, they had toast. They would, when they were drinking their wine for the toasts, they would put uh, burnt toast in their wine because the wine was so gross. It would help kind of temper the, the wait. Bad is this flavor. for real? You're you're not you're not making this up. What it says? Oh my god! It's what the fucking internet that says, and you know that's always everything right. Everything is <laughs> accurate on the internet. I, I so for real, they put so that's where the word toast comes from. The actual toast at weddings, yeah. Uh, the actual term toast comes from the Roman practice of dropping a piece of burnt bread into the wine. This huh. was done to temper some of the bad wines the Romans sometimes had to drink. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine wine so bad that you had yeah. to put toast in it. <laughs> Good gravy! I like imagine. Strawberry Hill. I mean. I mean, imagine how uh, bad yeah. the wine. I mean, it would ha- it has to be pretty bad for me not to drink it. Like, like pretty much, it has to be like fruit juice for me not to want it. Ugh, like, I mean, you know, I, like, I, my stomach is too queasy to think about <laughs> gross wine right like, now. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it would have to be pretty. I mean, pretty pretty gross for you yeah, to like yeah. need to like put a piece of toast in it. How funny! Yeah, I didn't know. I had no idea that that's well, where that word came from. Like, for, yeah, for that yeah. practice. But uh, then I, I guess uh, the, what they were saying is that the person who was like the guest of honor would get the piece of toast because they were the person, they, they would get to put the toast in their wine because they were the guest of honor. So they truly would get a toast, piece of oh. toast. Oh, <laughs> so like here, here to make your shitty wine taste better, you are the guest of honor. You get the piece of toast to go in your wine. Yeah. Okay. So over the next, <laughs> I'm going to read it real quickly. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's really short. That's over the next centuries, the term toasting gradually incorporated the honoring of people. The person being honored often received the piece of toast. Not only was this an honor, but it was also used to make the bread edible and also soak up the acidity of the wine. Huh. Have it. Have there, there you, you have, have it. it. The history of the toast. That's actually kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Like I a mean, tradition that dates back to what, what? I'm sorry. What was it? Sixth Th- century BC. Sixth century BC, friends. So this isn't just a decades long. This is like a like centuries long tradition. Yeah. Like that's how solid toasting is. And we as we a highly practice, recommend it. highly recommend it. So yeah. as everyone knows, you know, um, you uh, you know. You get to enjoy the toasting. Usually, I'd say in a wedding situation, that happens like around the cake cutting time. Sure, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like before, most people do after, it like, yeah, before or after cutting the cake, and um, and oftentimes it's like the best man gives the toast to the groom or whatever. Yeah. He, that, I think that's been the tradition, but nowadays it's pretty much you know the best man, the maid of honor, Free for all. the parents will toast, the brides and grooms will toast their their loved ones there at the at the thing. Mm-hmm. So I I happen to think that the toasting is probably like the best moment one of the like second to sure. the actual vows is the best moment of your wedding because that is where you get to share some serious love with the people who are there with you like yeah like kind of like bringing it down home like why they're even there in the first place yeah i mean i don't i, I totally am with that i mean um i don't know we i don't know what order we're putting all this in but yeah i mean yeah i i, I think that that's that's like why did you invite these people in the first place? Right. You know, I mean, right. Well, I think that, um, so, you know, we've been focusing a lot about on, you know, planning weddings, uh, from the perspective of like all the planning, right. All the things that you have at your weddings that, you know, decor and flowers and, and, you know, spending time on wedding, you know, looking at wedding porn to try to figure out what you want your wedding to look (laughs) like, you know, and it's all about, you know, it's all about focusing on, weddings as you know as they're going to, you know, how pretty they're going to look in pictures when you you know share it on social media later and all that and look go back and look at it but but honestly you know beyond all that stuff that you're spending your time planning i think that the um the moments that actually bring the most joy and laughter 
at your wedding is kind of during the toasts. Like, mm-hmm. like if you're looking through wedding albums and there's always that photo of, of some of the toast, right? Yeah. And there's some, it's like this moment, the look of the, on the face of the person talking yeah. and the look on the face of the couple who's listening. Definitely. The, the tension between those two things. When you see that photo, you want to know what's being said. Yeah. And what's the love the or the, or the, you or know, the, the laughter or, or the embarrassment yeah. or whatever. I mean, there's, and we have, mm-hmm. you know, we have a lot of these, um, in our, um, in our albums, you know, in the, in the, in the photo albums from our couples. And I love it. I love yeah. looking at it. I love seeing like, and we even have some where it's like a range where you see like, like the couple is like the bride is bold over laughing, laughing. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Cannot, yeah. Cannot believe what's being said or right now in tears. Or, and, then, and then like moments later and like in tears with this look of, yes. I can't believe like, I love you so much. And Definitely. you know, my world, you know, it's like, you can just see the stinking love in that room all in this photo and it's all in the faces and it's over a you know, toast. It's over a toast. Mm-hmm. So Anyway, I think that it's, um, I think that the, you know, the practice of toasting is a perfect way to, you know, to, um, uh, to share in your love and friendship. Like you were saying, Mm -hmm. the very reason that these people are there, that is the moment when that comes together. So, um, I'd say I would like to share a story about when I've received a toast. Um, and actually when it was at my wedding from um you know with uh with mel obviously (laughs) (laughs) married too yeah and um and at our wedding the best man and maid of honor gave a toast did you did you have like tell them ahead of time or did they just do it organically uh you know i think they did it organically i don't Mm -hmm. think i told anybody i want a toast or you know you know it wasn't anything i really put any planning in i mean Mm -hmm. you know i think some people might like some people might say, okay, now fa- dad, I would like you to give a toast or, you know, right. um, or you t- ask your groom, like, okay, can you, you know, is your, I'm guessing your best man is giving mm-hmm. you a toast. Can you make sure it's clean? You know, that kind of thing. Like right. you might put a little guardrails around it, but <laughs> uncle Joe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beware of what, yeah. Beware. You have an uncle Joe? I do have an uncle okay, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I love my uncle Joe. Yeah. But yes, um, he did not know, however, give a toast at our wedding. Or would you <laughs> have told Joe him to not. keep it clean? Is he a... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uncle Butch would have been the one to give a dirty toast if he were to give one. Who? <laughs> my uncle Butch. Oh, God. <laughs> he would be the one. Of course. But, but anyway. anyway yeah. Um, but yes, no, Shannon, my BFF, who I'm, I've talked about many times on, yep. this, on the podcast, she's my, my friend from, um, who we've been friends since we were 11 years old. Right. And, uh, and she was. Her dad called you the fridge. <laughs> her grandpa, <laughs> grandpa called me the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh, Grandpa Grizella, God rest your soul. Oh. But, um, but anyway, uh, she, um, yeah, she was my maid of honor and <laughs> she, she told a story I had completely forgotten. Oh my gosh. And it was just, it's funny because like I was like in our relationship as friends, I'm the one with a good memory. I remember all these crazy things and silly things that we did, mm-hmm. but this one, and she pulled it out of her memory hat and she was talking about like how it was just kind of like this moment of realizing how long we had been friends. Mm-hmm. And it was when she told the story of when we were first and we had first turned 16 Mm-hmm. And it was so fun, by the way, to have a good friend to turn 16 with. Definitely. You know, like yeah. to share the experience of getting a car and learning how to like we took driver's ed together. Shannon and yeah, I definitely. did like we were we were actually called the Bopsy twins by our art teacher. Like <laughs> we were inseparable by, at the hip. Like <laughs> and um, and we were uh, we had just yeah, we had just gotten our driver's license. I had a car. I think it was before she had hers. And 
we were doing a sleepover at my house and um and you know we lived in a one-story ranch style house and Mm -hmm. my bedroom was like on the far end and had these two huge windows um that was easy enough to climb out of but you would never do that no and i'm actually i was not that kid i was not like the good i was not the like yeah sneak out and do crazy stuff kind of and shannon and i neither of us were like we were we were such i'd have to give you a lecture yeah we really (laughs) didn't yeah we were such boring kids as as kids go (laughs) but um but anyway so we were at a sleepover and and we were like, and she's, she remembers, she's like, we were hungry. We wanted a snack. We're like, well, let's, let's go to the grocery store. Cause like in the grocery store is like five minute drive right, away, right, right, right. you know, but it's midnight yeah. and we're 16 and you know, we have kind of a, we had kind of like a 10 o'clock curfew, maybe yeah. 30 curfew. Yeah. And so it was definitely late and, and we're like, we're kind of debating it where <laughs> we must've talked about it for like 10 hours, like not 10 hours. <laughs> What is wrong with me today? <laughs> I was talking about it for like an hour. But anyway, so she, she was ret- retelling the story and how um, we finally decided that we were going to do it. And so mm-hmm. we snuck out of that window and <laughs> got into the car and drove to the grocery store to buy, um, I think we bought donuts. We had like a donut. <laughs> we had like a sudden, had like a so, sudden donut <laughs> craving at our sleepover. And so we bought the donuts and, and then we uh-huh. got back in the car and I turned the key and the <gasps> car would not start. Oh my God. <laughs> and we were like, what? Like we were panicking. Like, because we, we just felt like we were going to be in so much trouble if we had to call mom and what like, the fuck? figure out how to, you know, yeah. and then like call him, wake him up at home, go find a phone. God. This is well before cell phones ever. Existed, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, or before people ever had them. And, um, and so, oh my gosh. And we were just freaking out. And then finally I jiggled the, like, like the steering wheel had locked, but yeah. things you don't know when you're 16. Right. Like you have, it's like your first time experiencing that and finally got the key to turn. And we like, we were just so relieved. And she told the story at, um, at our wedding. Love it. And I was just, I think I was just so emotionally touched that she remembers that story. A, that she remembered that story. And then when she said it, I totally yeah. remembered it too. I remember right, it, you right. know. <laughs> And then B that um, that she remembers it as fondly as I do, you know. Yeah. And so like, it was just like a testament to like a friendship that has been the same for you know at that time, uh, what uh, over fifteen years or so. No, yeah. Probably, no wait, how long was that? Anyway, I, I can't do math either. <laughs> I can't talk. Don't worry I about can't it. do math. <laughs> a long freaking time <laughs> since you were eleven, and um. Yeah, 15. I think it was yeah, almost 15 stop, years. Stop trying <laughs> to do the math. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, Grandma, was that 1956 or was that 1958? <laughs> Grandma, just tell the fucking story. Oh you know? <laughs> so, but it was super special uh, to have her, to hear her, you know, like tell the story. And, and also what was even funnier about it is that my parents had no idea. Oh, I love you that. Know? So like, it, and like, you know, I'm 20, I was 25, you know, when I got married and, oh my and my parents, you know, and we're grown ass adults and, mm-hmm. and none of this matters anymore. I'm not going to get in trouble for right, it right, right. And, and like the look on their face of, of like laughing and smiling and going you turkeys i had no <laughs> idea <laughs> my dad said that yeah you turkey oh my god your parents are so funny you turkeys, you turkeys. <laughs> yeah that's my dad's word you turkey um so uh <laughs> anyway it was it was such a special moment and one of my favorite photos from our wedding. Uh, uh, oh, I want to see it. And um, yeah, I shall. Ha- I have to pull it out and, and show it okay. to you. But, but it was um, it was definitely one of those top top moments. And I remember it 
with more fondness than I remember any other, you know, any most aspects of like what things looked like or how, you know, what things tasted like, what food we ate. I couldn't even tell you what we ate, but I can sure as shit tell you <laughs> the, the toast my best friend gave me at our wedding. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, those, those moments live on. They do. Sure. They no, do. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so funny how things fade, you know, like exactly things like what tablecloth did you have on there mm-hmm. or what kind of yeah. flowers i mean maybe you remember the flowers but i don't know yeah those those it's the interpersonal stuff that you remember yeah. always you know yeah. i mean and i have not ever been a big ow i'm really <laughs> i'm 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 interacting with Catherine's beautiful sweet kitty but he's biting <laughs> he's me. being very lovey sal you know i don't mind he can <laughs> he can bite me all he wants the but uh yeah i mean i feel like i'm trying to remember like toasts that have been given to me mm-hmm. and i for some reason i'm just drawing a blank but i have given my fair share and um yeah i love that it's, it's equally fun to give as to get i one. love giving toasts yes. and you know i always feel like one that really stands out to me is um, when my friends Kate and Byron were getting married. And uh-huh. it was kind of interesting because um, Byron is my friend who I met. He was like the first person I met when I moved to Kansas City when I was uh-huh. 18. And I've Aww. known him forever. And he's such an unlikely person to be friends with. He's kind of a, is this an old not grouch, Eeyore. Is he like know, Eeyore? No, he's not an Eeyore. No, not at all. Not That's like Brady. Brady. <laughs> no, sorry, Brady. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, he's just he's just real quiet you know sometimes until he you know gets around the people he's comfortable with and then he's like blah, 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 you know mm-hmm. but i don't really know i can't quite even put my finger on how to describe him but uh anyway love byron i've known him for years obviously and he and uh his wife fabulous woman kate uh-huh. uh of course you know I was, but i was asked to be in the wedding kate had her best friend in her on her in her bridal party uh-huh it was a dude and they've been friends forever his name is martin and you know like she's like well i want him to stand up with me on my side and then byron's like well can i have a girl in my wedding party or right. on my side so he invited me to stand Aww, up oh so you were like the best man i was in, yeah i was in, yeah i was on the bridal there were other there were other dudes standing up with him too right. but i was also oh, standing you were up. bright you were what do they call it a groom's groom's woman groom's bride groom's bride. woman <laughs> what of a groom's man you're a groom's woman Groomswoman. It's like bridesman instead of a bridesmaid. I don't know. Here we go again. <laughs> oh my god. Well, the nineteen fifty eight. Oh my god. Anyway, you were saying. Uh, yeah. No. It, so. Uh, anyway, I I don't know that I probably would have said it was in the actually at the rehearsal dinner that um, we, and we we had this whole restaurant. So they had reserved like a whole, it was big, like a fairly big restaurant. Uh-huh. And instead of doing it at the ceremony or at the actual, you know, at the reception. We did the toasts the night before at the um, at the uh, rehearsal dinner, and it was actually it was really neat because it was a little more casual, you know. And uh, so there were were you know the people uh, you know close to both of them, you know Kate and Byron's parents and brothers and sisters and stuff. And then I was you know I for some reason I like had this I was compelled I wasn't asked to give a toast, but I got up and I was like you know what. I have a perspective one. on this person, you know, Love like, <laughs> and I was like, and, and I thought it was kind of neat because I don't, they don't know this part of him, you know, in, in a way, like, 
I've known Byron since I was 18. You know, we used to watch David Letterman together in his dorm room, uh-huh. you know. And uh, I mean, I just had all these really great memories. And, you know, he was in my foundations class. And, you know, I remember inviting him and Dave over to have macaroni and cheese on our floor at our apartment, like our very first apartment, <laughs> you know. Aww. And it was like, it's just such a good, yeah. you know. And it's like these things. It's like a family member. is a friend. He's been in your life that long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yep. and I thought it was people. And, of yeah. course, you know, I mean, talked about the couple and how much I loved Kate and you know having her in you know in my life now via him and it was nice and I actually people cheered about it because it was like you know everybody else is like it's family they don't know who I am but they, right. I, but I can shine a light on him as, as a different kind of person that, right. than like most your of them family know. of course you're gonna love him but like these are people who have a choice to love him and love him <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that you know can like I said can like uh, uh, kind of like what you were saying with Shannon. It's like tell stories that not everybody knows about or yeah. you know, sees a side of you that not everybody has seen. Yeah, and I think that's really, I think it's a really amazing thing about toasts, you know. And yeah, and especially at an event like a wedding where it literally is kind of people from kind of all corners of exactly. your life. That's and to shed a light perfect. on on all different. You really actually, and it is interesting being a guest at a wedding when during the toast, cause you kind of do learn your friend in a slightly different way. There's a story told by a sister or a sibling that you've never heard before, exactly. yeah. you know, like, and it's like, you get a little picture into these people that you're yes. there to honor <laughs> and like in a way that you d- wouldn't have you know, through all those toasts. Yep. And, and so and, and it's just, it's actually it can go it's wrong. really endearing. <laughs> <laughs> My brother had a graduation <laughs> party, uh, uh, you know, and, and you know, my parents are divorced and they are not huge fans of one another, but uh-huh. uh, everybody was giving toasts and my sort of uh, gaff prone stepfather gave a, a speech that was like <laughs> exposed a lot of really embarrassing things about my brother. And oh, he got so no. mad. Oh, and no. then, of course, my other parents were like At his graduation party. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> and so it was like it wasn't like oh isn't that cute it was like god damn it you know and like you know, <laughs> Shane mad storms out you know oh my god my other parents happy are graduation like, son <laughs> yeah and the other parents are like you know sitting there with their mouth on the floor I can't remember what the story was but it was like <laughs> mouth on the shit floor. you know like uh, you know it's like somebody outing you yeah. at your head. <laughs> Oh, you didn't know Catherine was gay? Oh, well. oh! So in case everyone didn't know this, <laughs> she's also a bedwetter too, right? Not, you know, <laughs> it was a, it was along those lines. It wasn't quite that bad, but it was sort of like, well, <laughs> well that changed things, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> oh my god, we are hilarious. a mess today. That is really funny, but yeah, I mean, but I mean, still, it's like I love the idea though yeah. of of um sharing your your feelings about somebody with yeah. with the, everybody around you but yes. also um hearing those stories yes from everybody. as and a guest it's so much fun yeah and i mean yeah. if you're gonna get choked up it's gonna happen then whether yes. you're giving it or receiving it or yes. listening to it you the, know one of the best moments and um so we were kind of talking about like you know what if like what if you really leaned into this tradition of toasting at a wedding yep. right so like you know right now it's usually like kind of one at one section of your wedding mm-hmm. like kind of around the cake cutting and and it's like maybe two or three people less people really get on a roll and then it's a lot of people and then it kind of can kind of drag on right <laughs> But wrap it up, wrap it up. Yeah, because like, we were, I mean, you can only hold your glass up in the air yeah, for like, so can long. I <laughs> can I just drink champagne? it already? <laughs> but but imagine this, right? We were just kind of saying like, oh, what if? Um, mm-hmm. 
at your wedding. What if imagine you a world. imagine a world, a wedding, <laughs> if you will, of a uh, like kind of like a karaoke style sign up sheet where you invite your guests and family, you know, friends and family to sign up to give a toast. And your master of ceremonies, you know, if you're having a wedding with like a DJ or something like that, or somebody who's sort of, you know, uh, pacing out your event will, you know, every, you know, 20, 30 minutes or so invite somebody from that list to come up and give that toast. And so one toast at a time every so often. So it's not like this big, long ass block of toasts. It's kind of (laughs) sprinkled throughout your evening and, and you get, you know, throughout your whole night or, or afternoon or event. Um, little stories and little moments of happy from every yeah. every guest who signed up for one, and and then imagine then looking through your photo album and you know like you would have all these photos of these people that you love, yeah, honoring you through a toast. I- well, but okay, so then let's talk about then how okay when we we talk about weddings and right now couples I think tend to focus on trying to create an experience that their guests will enjoy, yeah, and so they've been doing so by almost like putting on a show right for couples yeah so they put all of their time and money into planning this lavish affair that is you know again and and i understand that it's probably coming from a a feeling that um you want to make that plane ticket that they bought in that hotel room that they paid for worth their while so you want to make it this really nice thing that they'll come and do but but to be honest you know the reason they're there they're not there for a stupid meal they're, they're not there because, no. you know, to see your centerpieces. No. <laughs> no, they are not there for that. They could give a rat's ass what the fuck is in the middle of nobody your table. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a shit. Ain't nobody got time for that. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. I mean, I think we think we care because we like to see it in pictures and think our wedding sure. is pretty. But honestly, in the end, it doesn't really matter. I couldn't tell you. Like, I, I could tell you what was on the centerpiece, but on the center of our table, it was really no mm-hmm. big deal. Nothing compared to the toasts. No. Yeah. Actually, you know. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, but, but yeah, what I was going to say is that um, so then but I think what is worth your guess while is to be able to have a reason that they're there, mm-hmm. which is they're there because they love you. Like, think about it. You don't buy, like, if you are invited to a wedding that's out of town, right? Yeah. Or someone, you know, and you kind of gauge, how well do I know this person? Right. How much, you know, how much do I really care about them? And then you're like, you know, let's just send them a nice gift. I'm happy that they're getting married, but I don't know that I need to make the wedding. Yeah. Right? They don't and need my they don't, physical yeah. support there at right. this day. Right. Yeah. And you might, you might not, you might decide you can't go or maybe it's not worth it to go. But most of us, if you're going to a wedding, you're spending the time, you're spending the money, you're mm-hmm. taking the journey to go th- and be there at this weekend long event mm-hmm. you're there because you love those people right yeah i mean right you're <laughs> yeah. there because you genuinely are happy for them and you yeah. want and you're excited for their this experience you're supporting them now you ma- want yeah yeah, yeah no and I'm you and, and you want to show your support by physically being, being there. there and sharing yes. that time with them yes mm-hmm. now imagine you're, they're there you know and and instead of offering them a plate of chicken that's been in a warming oven <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was like, where is this coming <laughs> from <Okay>. referencing last <laughs> episode um <laughs> But uh, instead of offering them that plate of, you know, warmed up chicken, um, maybe offer them the opportunity to give you a toast. Like, encourage, like, say, like, tell us a story about about your friend, about your family. Tell us a story about the mm-hmm. bride and the groom. Tell us a story about why you're here and why what it means to you to be here today. Yeah. And um, you know, be, you know, give them the mic. Give them the, you know, uh, share the spotlight with them. Yep. Because that is the most fun opportunity for them to 
be there, yeah. you know, and to show how much they care more than just a card that they gave you that you'll read sometime in the next right. week or two, you Definitely. know? So, um, so yeah, I think that toasting is one of those things I think couples could really lean into, um, and incorporate more in their wedding because that is the probably one of the best opportunities that they have to share that day in a really real way yeah. with the people who are there. With and the and in a way that's going to like live on in your mind and your memories and for their memories too. And theirs too. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, um, I was going to say, I, I, um, happened to be, um, next door at heritage hall. We have a chapel in Liberty and then right next door to it is a large event space. Uh-huh. And, um, I was over there last week and they were getting set up for a wedding that was happening later on that day. And I was like, these people fucking nailed it. Yeah. It was like, again, see white tables, no big deal. But sure. they were having pizza delivered from Minsky's. I mean, it was like, nice. I, 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 yeah. Uh, they had fake flowers on the table. It looked nice. It was nice. Sure. It was simple. I mean, the, but the centerpieces were there, but it was uh-huh. really like pretty low key, you know, okay. like they yeah. bought, yeah, no, I'm Absolutely. saying like they probably went to the dollar store and spent, 20 bucks on flowers and called it good, you know, right. Gardettos, you know, mix in bowls. In bowls. I mean, it was like sure. <laughs> soda and beer, you yeah. know? And, um, you know, the room looked nice. It was clean. It was, uh-huh. you know, like presentable. Uh-huh. It wasn't like, you know, whatever, just, you know, sit down anywhere kind of thing, but, sure. but it wasn't over the top. It was, but they had a couple signs, you know, throughout basically like we're going to take a bunch of pictures. Uh-huh. You know, it's going to be heavily photographed and we're going to do a lot of talking tonight and we're going to talk about, really? yeah, it was like about, um, you know, like sh- feel free to share your, um, your stories about the couple. Oh that my God. So thing. they're basically yeah. doing the very yeah, thing we're talking weekend, about when you were out of town. I had no idea that it no. was actually a thing. And, How and, serendipitous. But I loved it. And I was like, these people figured it out. Like yes. this is like, they, they kept it simple. You know what? Nobody does not like freaking pizza. They, and better yet, back, back to our last weekend's uh, topic, the, the, the pizza industry mm-hmm. has nailed how to get you hot food. Hot food on demand. That's their thing, you know? They have a whole, <laughs> they have like little it. boxes and little like, uh-huh. you know, insulated things. That's their thing. So let yeah. them do their thing. Yeah. Pizza's fine. Most people will eat pizza, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then they can just sit around, have a beer and enjoy how much Fucking they love you. love it. I'm telling you. You know what? Come in full circle. It's just like Sparrow's Lodge, right? There was no marble, you know. There was nothing, right. nothing fancy about the place. It wasn't. Wood. It wasn't fancy. It was well done. It was simple and basic and well done. Yeah. And I couldn't have felt more relaxed, more at home, and more cared for. And I didn't need all of that, like, f- you know, fancy, sparkly, you know, stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I and I, I'm, I'm all about it. I mean, yeah. I. And, I, I think this is um, this is a good way to wrap this up. But I yes. feel like I think, you know, and, and it's funny, I, I had kind of forgotten about that. <laughs> so we started talking about it. But huh. what, a, what a what an amazing uh, depiction of how to handle that where it's like, yeah. you know, the, the people are not coming to your just a little, you know, wrap it up reminder. Yeah. People are not coming to your wedding so you can show them how, you know, good you are at decorating the table. Yeah, they're not you know? there, they're not there to be entertained. That is not why they came to your wedding. No. They wanted to be entertained. They could stay home and go see Avengers or whatever at the fucking theater. <laughs> they don't need to travel, you know, 300 miles right. to a dinner that you're going to entertain them at. They're there, They're there for a totally different they reason. Love you, they love they you. And they want you to feel their love in person. Yes. And uh, yeah, let them, let them, let them Give talk. them the mic. Give, Give them, them the, the mic. mic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Best episode ever. I love it. Yeah. I love Thank it. you for, uh, for 
Yay. for joining us. Yes, thank you, everybody. And, and we hope that this has been helpful and maybe, you know, shift your thinking a little bit and thinking about ways that you can make your day, like, really get the joy and suck the enjoyment out of that big day. And honestly, in a way that really didn't require any planning on your part. And free. Free. Costs absolutely nothing. And all you're doing is sharing it with your people. That's right. Fucking love it. Fucking love it. So, uh, yay. And that is episode 17. And uh, signing off. Signing off. Thank you guys again for listening. And we look forward to having you back next time on ID Rescue. All right. Bye. 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 (laughs)